it's not a bad spot to get stuck in. I'm not too disappointed. Sar Experience. Привет из Одессы. Welcome to Odessa, Ukraine. In the lockdown, the coronavirus lockdown, it's hit us here just uh, in the last few days. Basically, I'm speaking to you on the 20th of March. If you happen to be watching this in the future, and I'm sure the events are going to overtake us. But this is a very special or unfortunate uh, Volka Volkas with me, Conrad Klein, because it's not life as normal anywhere on the continent of Europe and other parts of the world with the coronavirus virus and the measures taken by a lot of national governments and on a new EU-wide level in order to attempt to contain the pandemic and its effects. So Ukraine has also introduced this and, uh, you know, it's only natural people have written to me a lot in the last few days asking me exactly where I am and what's going, what's going on in Eastern Europe with respect to the crisis. It is a bit different to what I've seen happening in Western Europe and North America. Um, the number of cases here speaking today is actually extremely low in the region, not just in Ukraine, also in Russia and Belarus. It's, of course, the official number of cases. So there can be many reasons why that is less than 100 cases in, you know, here individually in the countries in Ukraine, Russia and Belarus. And here we've had three confirmed deaths, which is obviously very small if you compare it to Italy, which is thousands and Western Europe in general. Uh, it doesn't seem to have officially reached this here. Here in Odessa in Ukraine, uh, there haven't been any deaths so far, no confirmed deaths. And I, as far as I'm not even a confirmed actual case of, um, of the virus so far. So fingers crossed that that doesn't become obviously a major outbreak also also here. So what has the government done and what's the situation? I mean, a lot of my um, clients who wanted to come in person, obviously that's all suspended uh, for the moment because you can't basically travel. There are travel restrictions obviously coming from North America to Europe in general, also then uh, coming from Western Europe, of course, to Eastern Europe. Ukraine has, uh, since beginning week, canceled all flights, so you can't fly here. They have not shut all of the borders. As far as I'm aware, there's still some border crossings open um but they're not very helpful <laughs> most of them for most people if you were able to, uh, able to come um they are at the border as far as i know with belarus is still open but of course for uh westerners we need to get um for most people you need to get you don't need to get a visa you, you necessarily you can use the visa free which is actually flying in uh to min so obviously from here i cannot fly i was almost going to do that um earlier in the week and I didn't get on the last flight to Belarus and I'm kind of regretting I'll go into a little bit in a few minutes exactly why that is and also what I've been using my time for because obviously my, my normal clients come here to live this our experience that is all obviously on hold for the moment um, besides transport links been dramatically reduced there is no trains and buses I did take a bus over the weekend to a regional city to film there in the Delta but uh, probably that's even suspended at the moment and um, yeah, all the cool blah blah car still works. Of course, you can get rides and actually get around uh, to a lot of the, we'll say, between the big cities. Uh, here in Odessa, I think it's a little bit different uh, throughout the country. It seems here in Odessa, uh, most places are closed, but you can still get takeout from most of the places, uh, get your coffee, get your food from a lot of them, a lot of the restaurants in the center, and obviously takeout works. So, Supermarkets were open, uh, so besides being able to do what I'd spend a lot of time doing 
a part of the day at least is hanging out in cafes and actually working from there. That's not possible to be anywhere you can. And obviously things like nightclubs and um, bars are now closed, so you can't um, meet in a group a large group of people, so all events are cancelled in the country. That's pretty similar to Western Europe. Um, I guess overall it depends, it's like a bit different, slightly different policy in every country. And it's now moved into uh, being more and more strict. Um, so that's basically the scene. Life goes on. You can see there are people outside, not as many as probably you'd expect, but it's not like everybody's sitting at home. <laughs> In fact, uh, down um, near the seaside, there are actually even more people out taking a walk because the weather has been very good up until today in uh, the south of Ukraine. And then there's just been lots of people out. I have heard that in other cities in the west of Ukraine, they're a lot stricter about going outside and that in fact, everybody has been forced to actually stay at home in the evenings at least. And then in Kiev, it also seems like they're a lot more strict about actually being able to go out and do things here. Um, I think that actually speaks a little bit about the country and the differences in the mentality uh, between the West, which is a lot more law-abiding, I would say, in general, than uh, here in Odessa, uh, which is a port city, Odessa Mama, Rasa Papa, where the two criminal cities, uh, the cities known for criminals in the Soviet Union, so there isn't the same respect for law here, so definitely people have been cutting corners, and you can see there's, uh, as I look around here, we're actually uh, just over there is going to be the, the uh, Potemkin Steps, and this is Primorska Boulevard. Uh, and then you have up here, basically, to the center, center, Derabaskaskaya. So you see there are people out, so it's not like everything completely froze. But of course, um, the place has been gradually closing more and more. And uh, it's fine for a few days. I have a lot to work on, but it's not exactly like living this very experience uh, as I do uh, overall. So that's basically an overview of the situation right now. Uh, you cannot, well, there's no air links. You can get across some of the land borders if you really want to come to Ukraine from a neighboring country. They uh, have um, stopped, though, if you're not a resident as a foreigner, that you cannot come. So if you were a resident strand, you could, in theory, get back. But basically, you can't come here uh, for the next 10 days until the end of the month. After, we'll see. Hopefully, things have improved. Um, but it's not possible to tell you that now. So... As mentioned earlier at the beginning of this video um, about Belarus, and that was another option for me to go to. I did think of getting on the last flight to Belarus, and Belarus is now the only open country in all of Europe, it seems. Um, they have not closed anything. Everything works as normal there. They also have very few uh, cases, and um, I'm not sure what the exact death toll is, but it's again, it's in count them on one hand, basically. Uh, again, that's all official figures. Is that true? They do have a lot of trade with China in Belarus, so I don't know how they actually managed to avoid it. They did have a lot of protective uh, prevention measures, measures and tracking measures in place, but they did keep their flights open uh, for longer than Russia did, which closed its border with China uh, very quickly. Um, but Belarus didn't, but they also basically in all three countries, they don't have a lot of official cases yet. They may be underreporting it. Uh, we know authoritarian regimes in general, as we saw with China, they're not very free with giving the information quickly. Uh, as quickly as saying more open, democratic and transparent um, re regimes like we have in North America and Western Europe. So they may not actually be reliable figures at all. But everything is open there. Life goes on. You can basically even, I'm getting messages uh, from the different uh, nightclubs in Minsk. Uh, so they're all open. So it's completely open. And uh, if you are a little bit skeptical uh, still about the severity of the coronavirus, it might, proved out, might be proven. Um, in the next few months to be completely wrong about that, but 
do think it is a bit overblown the reaction at the moment uh, then that is actually probably the right decision but we'll see uh, going forward uh, what happens but definitely if you want to be able to enjoy life enjoy things and you aren't necessarily concerned about it uh, then Belarus would have been the country to get stuck in at the same time um, here in Ukraine the weather has been really good uh, I'm not necessarily um, our freedoms to move around and not curtail so much yet and um, so it's not a bad spot to get stuck in I'm not too disappointed uh, I just had the maybe a slightly more attractive option if I'd gone to Belarus but uh, that's and Belarus actually extended their visa free to up to 90 days now because the coronavirus if you fly in and out of Minsk airport um, they announced that two days ago so normally it's just 30 days so actually you could stay the whole 90 days <laughs> so they made it as attractive as basically being here in Ukraine from the visa free point of view uh, and in response they took a bit they're definitely taking a pragmatic response uh, here in Ukraine what I've been told is that um, if you overextend your if you outstay your visa free which is 90 days every 180 then you have to go and you have to apply for permission to stay longer uh, you have to I've been told you should do that 10 or uh, two, 10 days to two weeks before uh, the end of your 90 day stay here it's 90 days every 180 so you don't have a problem and that will be extended uh, that seems to be the current situation if you just happen to be randomly here uh, or like me trapped and um, you need that piece of advice don't be worried about it just take the right steps to go uh, with Ukrainian immigration get that sorted out uh, I won't have that issue uh, in unless this crisis goes on for a long time which I'm hoping to to avoid so you know Ukraine uh, for to look at it um, there's still at this point a lot of options going on of course it has all the other things um, in terms of like it's actually a pretty cheap place to live in um, and because there's no tra uh, travelers here it is the winter anyway so accommodation is extremely cheap in um, in Odessa Mama during the winter but it's actually dropped even a little bit more now because of the quarantine because obviously they don't have visitors and the weather has been good so it's actually extremely cheap it's probably one of the cheapest places in Europe to rent an apartment in a city center in a beautiful city center like here in Odessa uh, so that's I guess a little bit of a, a perk to a certain extent a little bit of money saved on accommodation it looks like uh, and in general if it's a place to get stuck of course you have uh, just a great city to hang out in it's not too curtailed beautiful girls of course still here walking around in, in Odessa and in Ukraine in uh, general so if I were to uh, choose where to get stuck I actually would have taken probably Belarus I have a youtuber friend Danny who's been on this channel I actually did a podcast with him a long time ago maybe even link that up in the card below and he is in Belarus and he actually uh, left me a message on Sunday asking if you should go what I thought because he's never been there and I said this is a place I said man you get stuck in Belarus it's definitely going to be more interesting for you than getting stuck in Germany where he's been like he's officially resident but been, he's been traveling all around he's actually in Asia as well recently so that would have been probably my preference as things have panned out but other than that I'd rather be here in Ukraine than obviously in lockdown in Western Europe uh, which wouldn't be as exciting and it looks like my freedom will be curtailed even more uh, as I said we're going to find out in the next few months whether from a health point of view what was the best decision and I understand that policymakers have to make decisions with the information I have on hand which is incomplete so I'm not positioned to lecture them on uh, exactly if they've taken the right course of action or not um, I'm just a little bit skeptical so what have I been using my time for uh, with the coronavirus because obviously I don't have my clients coming here in person with me at the moment I have been working on a new video course yes I have 
been basically promising to do this for about two years since I started you know, with my rebranding and the Zara experience. It's almost two years now. And then for the last just over a year, I've had clients in person. I think it was a very valuable uh, past year because it was able to help clients in person and really coach them and you know, give them this amazing experience here uh, in Eastern Europe. And I learned a lot from it. Now I really can understand the problems that most likely you are, are going to be facing when you come here at a new higher level than just based on my own experience. Actually coaching people has given me that, you know, it's really been a great year for that. And actually we're looking back at uh, the last year. Uh, I mean, I've only taken a very small select number of clients. Of course, it's a premium service. I have a, you can see a high price point for it to come in person, live this our experience. Again, if you're interested for post coronavirus quarantine, then there's the link below this video in the description, go and fill out the application form. But basically, I maybe had around a dozen uh, clients in person during the year. Um, some of them came five times was the most, <laughs> five different cities throughout the region, and uh, several came a couple of times. So obviously that number of trips was probably, you know, uh, probably averaging about two weekends uh, a month. On average, I had clients. And out of those dozen or so individual clients that came, two have gotten married. I think that's a pretty phenomenal return considering I don't promise that. I don't promise that you get a date on, uh, uh, on the Zara experience. I sometimes get those questions from prospective clients. People write to me and they expect me to set up 10 dates with all these supermodels, blind dates or something. Um, here's a little bit of a tip for you. Getting dates in Ukraine is not a problem as a foreigner because there are so many scammers in Ukraine who wanted you to take them out on the date so they can steal your money. So that is not a good metric to use. And um, you know, some of the other dating services online, um, I promise you, yeah, you get to go out with 10 girls, whatnot. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's not gonna be the issue. It's actually vetting them, make sure that they're honest. And, and that's also the same if you do it yourself and just use Tinder, you have to be careful. I have a plethora of videos on this channel about that. I'm going to link some of them below in the description as well, up in the cards. Uh, if you haven't seen those, then definitely go check them out so that you learn that before you uh, come here. But yeah, um, I think that's been just a great year. So I'm working on this video course. Uh, it's going to be ready. We're going to roll it out in probably about, you know, five or six weeks. Uh, so that's been hard at work with. And my experience of making a course like I did for language learning in the past is that it will take me a lot longer than I think. But I, uh, have a good team to keep me accountable. So I'm gonna have that uh, up and launched in that time frame. Now, you might be wondering, well, kind of how can I find out about it? Of course, you can go and um, go and click on something else that's very special. And that is, I have a put together a PDF that I'm going to uh, leave up for, I did say, because I'm recording videos the last two or three days with telling you about this, also the, 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 the free PDF that normally uh, the information in it I only give to consulting clients uh, in part, right? So obviously part of the call and they have to pay, my current uh, rate is $250 for the call. So you're gonna get that for free. I think I'm only actually gonna leave it up for probably two or three weeks. I did say a month in the others, some of the other uh, videos that I've recorded, but uh, basically if the link still works, you can go and get it. So if you're watching this fresh, just <laughs> go and click on it now. You have to type in your email address and then I will send it by email to you. Uh, and, and there, of course, you will get also be in with the opportunity to go and invest in the course when it becomes available because uh, it's going to be uh, obviously given first opportunity to those people who are interested and it's, it's going to be suitable for them and that's why i have this free 
PDF and it's going to be my secret places to go and meet women in Ukraine and Belarus, exactly where I hang out and information about them. So, uh, you know, you watch all these videos on YouTube, not just mine, but other YouTubers, and they give you a lot of, you know, advice about, you know, in general, you know, dating advice, travel advice, but where do you need to go and uh, actually um, maybe bring girls out when you come here uh, on dates, whatnot, and also meet women in real life, uh, uh, then this is why I have this free PDF. It's only there for a limited uh, amount of time. And then after that, it's gone. It's not gonna be there again. So the leak works, you're still in. Right now, type in your email address and I will whisk it off to you for free. So um, that's the coronavirus. That's how I've been, or that's the situation in Ukraine right now. Uh, I think things are going to be reviewed in about 10 days. So at the end of the month, a better idea. Uh, so I think realistically, considering how serious the situation looks in Western Europe and North America to a certain extent. Uh, China seems to be stabilizing according to the official figures from the government there, but it's probably going to affect us for a bit longer than the two weeks. So I'm thinking that realistically, we're going to be able to live this our experience again, hopefully uh, either at the end of May or beginning of June, but we'll be in a better position to say more about that uh, at the beginning of April. That's what I'm thinking. And in the meantime, of course, I will use the time very wisely and be able to produce this video course for you. So super excited about that. I had been planning to do it and now I actually have time to focus on it. And um, stay safe wherever you are, take precautions. And uh, as I said, I'm skeptical by nature about that it's not overkill, but maybe I'm going to turn out to be wrong and I'm willing to accept that. So definitely don't take unnecessary risks. Stay safe, stay healthy. And yeah, see you very soon in another video here on YouTube or maybe in person living the Tsar experience. Disvidanya, Dopobachna, ciao ciao. Tsar Experience.